This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And a good morning, everyone, and welcome into Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. I'm Joe Krause, driving this train uh, for the next hour. A great show lined up. I want to give out the phone number, and I'm going to give it out often today, 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And David, the reason I'm giving that number out uh, is because it is crunch time. It's the end of the year, and I want to make sure that the listening audience can engage with Thrive. So I'm going to give that number out a lot today. Yeah, it couldn't get any... I mean, it is crunch crunch time right now. There's decisions that you still have the opportunity to make before the end of the year that could really help out with your tax planning, your retirement planning, your income planning for 2021. And we've got, you know, we've got a number of advisors standing by. Like we've got virtual appointment time slots available. Um, you know, Brett, Karen, and myself, uh, we're a little bit busy helping our clients with all the Roth conversion strategies, the tax mitigation strategies, setting up portfolios for next year and making sure of all those types of things. But I promise anybody in our listening audience, if you call in, get a virtual appointment scheduled, we'll definitely go through it with you, you know, see what we can fine tune, you know, tweak to your plan to make sure you're set up for 2021. You know, again, I mean, it's it's nearing the end of the year, which this is the time, unfortunately, right? You know, we kind of go throughout the year and then we always pick our head up and we go, oh my God, where'd the year go? <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah, all right. these smokes and all those really critical decisions that maybe should have been done in the first quarter or the second quarter or the third quarter kind of get jam-packed, not into the fourth quarter, but literally like the last two weeks of the year, it's like, oh my gosh, I really should have. Did I think about my RMD? Now this year we've got RMDs waived, but should you maybe have taken it? You still got a little bit of time to do it. You know, yeah, it's it's waived, but it still means it's going to kind of perpetuate down the road that it's going to be one of those ticking tax bombs, right? Yeah, I really feel like this year has been kind of a magnified example of what we've been talking about on this show since the radio show began. We've always talked about being ready and being prepared and, 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 and the uncertainty, and I really think 2020 has provided a great example of that. We've seen everything. Everything. I mean, it's been quite a year. I mean, your financial plan might have changed a bit. I mean, this this is a perfect time to review your tax situation, your investment strategy, your estate plan. I mean, you could be looking at how your investments are doing. You could be reviewing your portfolio and think about how to close, you know, how close you are to retirement um, to make sure that the finances in retirement are set up correctly. You know, creating a comprehensive retirement plan starts with knowing where you're at today, 
what you need to do to achieve your goals for tomorrow. And today, I mean, we're going to discuss some common retirement concerns and how to address them. We're going to cover all of that in today's show. We're going to talk about what to consider when reviewing your investment strategy. We're going to talk about the important end-of-year deadlines for retirement accounts and taxes. We're going to talk about how to create a long-term tax ma- uh, minimization plan the basics of estate planning, because they're kind of back in vogue again, and I think a lot of people are not really thinking much about it, what to consider when passing down a retirement account to beneficiaries, and what are the elements a truly comprehensive retirement plan should really contain, be reviewed, get educated, advocated, all of that stuff. So once again, if you, you know, if you still got a little bit of time, you want to come in, either whether it's virtually, physically, discovery call, give us a call at 215-798-9088. Right, like David said, time to start um, planning for looking at the the year end and then start looking at the new year coming in. So one thing that I suggest you do is review your retirement accounts. You want to look at your investment performance. You want to take note of how much you've invested in stocks versus bonds, uh, company stock that you're in, if you have a job that you get that, and other types of holdings. Something that we use is um, we it's called Riskalyze, and we really do an in-depth, detailed report on your investments and your holdings. Uh, remember, you have until December 31st to do a Roth conversion for 2020. That doesn't mean on December 30th you decide to do your Roth conversion because um, a lot of these companies, they um, you know, we have the holidays coming up, so things are half days or shorter days. So really, you want if you're going to do it. You got to get it done this week, like no later. Um, And remember, 2020, workers 50 and over can contribute up to $7,000 to an IRA or $26,000 in a 401k, 403b, and most 457 plans. Um, And like David said, RMDs were suspended for 2020, but if you still want to withdraw from your retirement account, you have to get it done before December 31st. And was it a good idea to do it or was it not? Something to think about. Um, and remember, review your investments. If you need to rebalance your portfolio, do it now before you know we have another roller coaster ride. Who knows what's going to happen, uh, as we've seen this year. Um, consider your decision-making process this year. Uh, was it based on fear, emotion, or did you stick to your long-term plan? Or should you have stuck to your long-term plan? Maybe it's time to change your long-term plan. Um, and then don't forget, you can cons- you can deduct up to $3,000 in investment losses if you itemize your taxes. Excess losses can be carried over into future years. You know, I love what Karen just said. Talk about consider your decision-making process this year. Was it based on fear or did you stick to the plan? And Brett, you know, one point of confusion. Yes, sir. A lot of people were withdrawing money this year because of COVID-19, and now they don't know what to do. Do they have to pay it back? Are they obligated to pay it back? So it's just one of those decisions that may have been made out of fear or in panic, and now people are unsure what to do. Yeah, there were a lot of different rules, again, that came out of the CARES Act where that allowed people to pull money out. But again, it's, it's why we do this show is to allow people to try to stay level-headed. It's all about education and advocacy and making sure that we're always making rational decisions, not emotional decisions. That was awesome what what Karen had just shared. And and again, some other things we've got to think about is, again, what is our risk tolerance 
and has it changed throughout the year? We're hearing a lot of opinions, um, almost uh, some more, I call it irrational exuberance once again. You need to consider, this is a big one, I'm going to talk about a story here in just a moment. Are you weighted too heavily in one area and you need to diversify or that word rebalance comes in? Again, we, uh, Karen just said it again just a moment ago. What is that long-term investment plan and we got to be conscious of what's happening in the new normal of this year with interest rates being low and the fed coming out and saying they're not going to change anytime soon so we talk about things like uh, tax loss harvesting is there opportunities in your in your portfolios not inside iras but outside the iras where you could sell something last week i told uh, talked about the example and um about hey if i own coke Maybe I can sell it for a loss and buy Pepsi. Again, as Karen said, we can deduct up to $3,000 in losses. We need to consider what's out there and on the table. Again, there's a rocky road with not a lot of certainty. We still have the election on the table. We now have federal stimulus money that's on the table. I see mergers and acquisitions, nuts like it's the late 90s again. Again, you see all these building blocks. This is a big one. We're big fans here talking with our clients about go obtain home equity lines of credits. And I hope people hear this one. The biggest bank in the Delaware Valley, one of our clients went to, to get a home equity line of credit and came back to me and said, Brett, they're no longer offering home equity lines of credits. When you hear that, I hear Houston, there's a problem on the horizon. When some of the biggest banks in the, in the United States are no longer offering home equity lines of credits... What's it tell you that they are seeing out into the future? Do not let your guard down. Do not relax. This is time to be as proactive as possible. It, it almost reminds me of a, a new client that came on board with us in the middle of COVID. They retired mid-60s. They worked uh, hardworking, blue-collared. Um, they were conservative. had about like 875000 in investments. Now, they came on. This is important. They came on board with us in March. Okay, just through all the chaos. And they were relatively conservative. So we did about 30% of their money in aggressive positions and 70% of their allocation in conservative positions. Nine months later, here we are in December. And the stock market's been all over the place. Interest rates have collapsed. The equity markets rebound from the March lows. We now look at the portfolio that we built for them in March. Now, all of a sudden, they're 50-50 aggressive conservative. Again, we can't let our guard down. We need to understand with the major movements in the markets this year, rebalance and always making sure your alignment of what your stomach can handle is what your portfolio looks like. And it's one of the awesome tools that we have here at Thrive. Karen just spoke about it called Riskalyze. It's, it's, it's one of the tools that we have probably the most passionate here in the office is we identify what your risk tolerance is and what that portfolio is and make sure they're always in balance. So again, I just shared with you, the 2020 year was a roller coaster all over the place. Again, we still have the Georgia Senate race that's going to happen next year. We have stimulus money that's on the table. Millions of Americans still battling and fighting unemployment of trying to figure out how to make ends meet. There's never been so much disconnect between the stock market and the reality of the economy. We need to be proactive. So if anything that, that we just shared in this segment, understanding your risk tolerance, getting that assessment as we're heading into 2021 with a lot of uncertainty still out there on the horizon, 
our encouragement is to reach out to us at 215-798-9088 and schedule a 15-minute call where we can make sure you are absolutely in alignment. Again, don't wait. We still have a couple weeks to maybe make some of those different strategies for 2020 that Karen and I were just talking about. Again, reach out to us right now at 215-798-9088 and request that 15-minute call, and we're more than happy to go through that assessment with you. Ignorant question, because I, I don't know and I've never heard it before. Is that unusual for banks to stop doing Very home, equ- unusual. home equity lines of credit? Houston, we have a problem. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. As David said when we first came on the air, um, call Thrive at 215-798-9088. Schedule a a, a conversation by phone and then get the process rolling. 215-798-9088. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Uh, again, I promised you I would give out the number uh, throughout the show, 215-798-9088. Uh, our last segment, David, really shows me or tells me um, there's um, problem pain on, on the their horizon. horizon. pain on the horizon, yeah, for sure. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, Brett and I spent some time, um, you know, in the banking industry, and, and and as he was saying those things, and our commentary, you know, in the break, like, is that a normal thing? If, if, no, of course not. It's not a normal thing. And, you know, we saw that back in 08 and 09 when we had the credit crunch and the credit crisis and banks weren't lending and government put out, you know, the different laws to make sure that they did and all of that. You know, what's happening here, and, and I want to just cover two quick things. One, in the last segment, we talked about asset allocation, diversification, rebalancing, all of that. What I constantly hear when people come in is, man, my portfolio did great this year. And it did, right? I mean, we got a scare. We saw a glimpse into the future that if you're in retirement and you witness what happened in March and April, what if we didn't have this crazy snapback in the market that we did and you were going to be reliant on those retirement assets to provide you monthly income and we went into a protracted recession, man, oh man, that's a whole different picture than what we experience, right? So I would say we're pretty darn lucky. But what happens is people get lulled into a false sense of security. My portfolio did great. And like Brett said, I'm now at a 50-50 split instead of what I should have been. And they forget to do that rebalance. So when that next market decline happens, their portfolio is out of balance. And they're going to get hit worse than anticipated because we built a portfolio to weather the storm. Now, if you, we know two, like I'll tell you with a high degree of confidence, there's a couple of things that are happening, right? You know, we've got increased government spending during the pandemic. The national debt is expected to exceed the size of the entire U.S. economy next year. That has not happened since World War II. So that's a heck of a case in itself for increased tax revenue. Right? I mean, we got to raise taxes to help offset that deficit. What may be the other unfortunate thing to fall is that the government during the pandemic 
put a moratorium, put a hold, didn't allow local governments, didn't allow local and financial institutions to evict people from their rental homes, didn't allow for bankruptcies, didn't allow for forbearances and abatement, and didn't allow for foreclosures. Brett said, the re, you know, this particular bank is not doing home equity lines. It's one of the largest in the region, maybe the largest in the country. They are already looking at their balance sheets, and they are already anticipating the amounts of mortgages that are going to default as this economy, the economy is stock market and economy, two different things. So as these mortgages start to default because people lost their job during the pandemic and can't pay, you're going to see a real estate issue happen, right? I don't have a crystal ball, but I would expect prices are going through the roof because people are living the city, living the, you know, leaving the cities and going to the suburbs. But a lot of people are going to lose their job and can't pay for those houses, right? Can you imagine folks getting evicted from their rental properties? These are all things that are going to play out. Yeah, and with everything that David just said and realizing tax rates where we're at and where they have to go, just all the building blocks that we've been talking about leading up to this segment, taxes have to go up. I mean, taxes and inflation are our two concerns right now. And if you're a regular listener of the show or you're a new listener, Roth, Roth, Roth. We're the biggest fans of Roth conversions probably that you may ever meet. And again, do we think taxes will be higher to tomorrow than where we're at today and where we believe we're heading in the future. If we think taxes are going up, we have to be proactive and think about these Roth conversions. And Karen just shared with it. we got to have them done by December 31st, year end. You can't wait till April. It needs to be done by the end of the year. we got to take advantage of these very low uh tax brackets today yeah so when you're thinking about your taxes there are things that you know there are itemized deductions you don't always have to take a standard deduction there are itemized deductions that you may be able to claim Uh, things like qualified medical and dental treatments potentially deductible if they add up to at least seven and a half percent of your 2019 gross adjusted income uh, qualified mortgage interest paid on the first million dollars of mortgage debt for homes bought after December 15, 2017. Before. Did I say before? You said after. I said after? Mm-hmm. I apologize. <laughs> You're going to give that to Yeah, okay. Awesome. Sorry. Health insurance premiums of the self-employed, a certain portion of long-term care insurance premiums, and home office deductions. And up to $10,000 in state and local property taxes. These are things that you can still itemize. And again, some strategies for uh, those of you who own properties, remember mortgage interest. If your mortgage is from December 15th, 2017 or earlier, you can deduct the interest on the first $1 million of your mortgage if you itemize your taxes. If it's from after that date, you can deduct the interest you paid on the first 750000 There's other strategies. There's something called Opportunity Zone Fund Investments, which they may allow taxpayers to defer capital gains tax through 2026. They can help you avoid paying tax on 10 to 15% of the gain or even pay no tax on the appreciation. Is it something that's for you? That's something that you have to find out about, and that's something that if you, it's a question, 
come on in or give us a call at 215-798-9088. At least start a conversation with us. Um, a lot of questions we get when we first meet with people <clears throat> excuse me, is how does my estate plan and my tax minimization plan work? Are they working together? Is it the best plan? Um, we take a look at everything holistically. Uh, again, how can I minimize taxes when estate planning? Because there's been certain changes with um, if you have beneficiaries to IRAs that's causing a change in your, uh, your estate planning. How can I work to minimize my taxes for 2020 by the end of the year? We have a plan for that, but you got to hurry up and get it done. And um, how can I work to minimize my taxes for the rest of my retirement? So if these are questions that you have in your head or you've been thinking about, again, taxes can often be our single largest expense. Between taxes on your retirement account withdrawals, you have real estate holdings, social security benefits are taxed, and investments, you may be leaving a substantial amount of money on the table without a comprehensive tax minimization strategy in place. Do you have a long-term tax minimization strategy or are you only focused on minimizing your tax burden on a year-to-year basis? Finding the right strategy to minimize taxes really depends on your goals and unique financial situation. You've had a successful career, you worked hard, you saved your money, you think you did everything right, but if you want a second opinion or you want to to see how we can minimize taxes for you, give us a call at 215-798-9088. You know, as we get ready to go to the break, I was thinking about the shows that we did pre-election. And one of the shows that we did, and Brett, I think you did the, uh, the conversation of an al- analyzing Joe Biden's tax plan uh, and what it means. Uh, boy, um, there's fire on the horizon uh, out there. There's more than just uh, smoke. Stay with us uh, as we get to a commercial break. 215-798-9088. Back in a moment. And as we return to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, uh, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Uh, David, let me give out that phone number again, 215-798-9088. I'm not giving it out to harass people. I'm giving it out so people have that number in their phone uh, to call you and set up an appointment or have a conversation. Man, it's so important. I listen to today's show and I'm like, oh my God, I hear that about the mortgages and you can't get a home equity line of credit. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy what's going on. So we're going to talk about another topic that I think um, really needs to be discussed. A lot of people are not paying a whole lot of attention to it. But you know, if you've got a substantial amount of um, your retirement money in taxable 401ks, IRAs or similar accounts, it's really important to know the rules for passing it to beneficiaries because those rules have changed and it could mean an increased tax burden for your heirs. So we're going to discuss the basics of estate planning and some of the hurdles you may encounter when leaving a a retirement account to your heirs, your beneficiaries, and what are those solutions you could utilize to overcome, overcome those challenges. So if you've worked hard for your money and you want to see it get passed on to your loved ones in the most efficient way possible... What I really want to make sure is that there are some costly mistakes. They're very easy to make, and it could end up increasing taxes, which decreases your loved one's wealth. So we're going to talk a little bit about the basics of estate planning. So here's some basics for you. Remember, you need to name beneficiaries, 
and update your estate plan if necessary. And consider how the elimination of that stretch IRA could impact your estate plan. So even if you have a will or a trust, you need to designate a beneficiary for your retirement account. So if you've named a beneficiary years ago, you may need to update it if you forgot, like you've gotten married, divorced, or you've had children, or if you've become involved with a charity, you might want to leave money to it. We had a a couple did a life insurance, uh, was looking over their life insurance documents, and he's been married for a long time. They have kids, and he never changed his beneficiary. It was his mom. So, yeah, that was important. He wanted to leave the money to his wife and kids. So they were not our clients at the time, but it's something that we fixed for them for sure. Um, The SECURE Act eliminated that stretch IRA. This is so important. So an estate planning strategy that allows your heirs to stretch out distributions over their lifetime has gone away. So what does that mean? Now, anyone other than a spouse, so a minor who is not your grandchild, someone less than 10 years younger than you, or a qualifying chronically ill heir will have to drain that account in 10 years. So if you have left a million dollars or even $500,000 to your beneficiaries, They have 10 years to deplete those IRA accounts. used to be 20 years, could be 30 years. So that adds to their tax burden. So if that's something that you're concerned about, give us a call, 215-798-9088. And I don't want to gloss over what David and Karen just said. Those changes are substantial, like big time. And again, we need to act on it. And think about just you have all that money that you're leaving to your kids with an, a future of increased taxation and they have to pull it out over 10 years. That's an issue. I remember uh, back in October before the election, we were talking about it, Joe. Uh, we were talking about stepped up cost bases as the elimination of it, possibly people having houses down um, at the Jersey Shore. We were, we were talking about it on Dom's show. And uh, that's a big deal. We understand a stepped up cost basis. If I have something for a million dollars, again, not IRAs, and it grows to two million. If you pass away, a stepped-up cost basis means you will not pay taxes. Nobody will pay taxes on that million dollars of growth. That rule is in jeopardy right now. Again, a lot of people making a lot of changes right now in 2020 because of the talks of that actual conversation and long-term capital gain changes. With what Karen just shared, talking about the SECURE Act, again, when we always sit down with people, we talk about estate planning, charity, loved ones, government. When you're not here, where do you want your money to go? Government's always number three. So please understand that we have to be proactive. Again, I just talked about it in the last segment. Partial, full Roth conversions. These words need to be entering our vocabulary. You want to be a tax planner or a tax procrastinator? Thinking about life insurance. If you structure life insurance upright, these taxes that we think we may be facing, your beneficiaries can receive that money um, tax-free. And something that we always, and David chatted about a little bit last week, something that we're passionate about too, is that leaving nonprofits as beneficiaries on IRAs, because that's the quickest way to get rid of Uncle Sam from that IRA, because nonprofits are not going to pay taxes. So again, understanding these are just some of the strategies that are out there of how we could be proactive. Yeah, the other thing that pops up when you're considering estate planning is how the taxes work. So right now, the current estate tax rate is 40%. 
All right. So that's a big chunk. If you've been fortunate and you've built up some substantial wealth and you want that to pass to your children or to your beneficiaries and you haven't established a good qualified plan to do it, up to 40% of that money can go to the federal government. Now, the estate tax exclusion amount for 2020 is $11,580,000 for individuals, $23,160,000 for couples. Now, that's a lot of money. That's a big exclusion. Most people are listening are going to go, well, that doesn't, you know, that's not mine. But if we go back, which is the consideration of the potential new administration, back to Clinton-era estate tax rules, those numbers could come down substantially. And for a lot of our listening audience, that may actually put them right in the target zone. So, you know, again, we can't always be, ah, it's not me, tuck the head in the sand like an ostrich, hope that, you know, the problem goes away. You got to be thinking proactively. You also, we have a lot of clients You also who do this, you also can give away annual gifts, you know, to beneficiaries. Um, you know, the exemption limit is $15,000. Now, individuals can gift up to 15000 per person per year, tax-free, until the estate tax exemption amount is met. So there's a couple different things that you could be thinking about when you're dealing. You stretch IRA, the estate tax issues, the Roth conversions, the giving away to charity, gifting to kids. There's a lot of things that should be considered that will ultimately help you mitigate your tax bills. I will tell you what worries me, Joe, and we see a lot of people on a weekly basis. And we cover, as fiduciaries, we always cover the basics. And one of the basic fundamentals of, uh, of a financial plan is having a good estate plan, right? doesn't matter what your wealth is. You need an updated will. I would tell you 90% of the people we sit down with either don't have one or said, geez, I haven't looked at my will in 15, 20 years, right? Rules have changed. People have changed. Conditions have changed. All of that. So a will, a medical directive, advanced medical directive. Karen and I just had a cousin pass away, you know, from COVID. And you know what the family had to go through because they had to make the decision to take off, you know, this person off of, I mean, my gosh, what a horrible condition, right? Uh, a durable power of attorney is critical in that. And then a testamentary trust may be a need as well. So estate planning can be complicated. doesn't have to be if you work with a professional. If you're interested in finding out more how this can benefit you and be part of your foundation, you can give us a call at 215-798-9088. Set up one of those consultations. We'll make sure we cover this particular topic. Quick answer, if there is one. In Karen's example, where the individual had his life insurance going to his mother, if his if he never corrected that and, he, and it went to his mother, who had been who was deceased, what happens to that money? They lose that money. If, it would go to the estate. It yeah. goes no to the estate. Oh, the estate. Oh, it ends up going yeah. into the estate. Beneficiary reviews. Roadmap to retirement. The radio show. Back in a moment. Welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, the phone number, 215-798-9088. Man, we're covering a lot of ground 
uh, a lot of ground uh, in this show. So much to learn, Brett. Yeah, and you know, in this final segment, we're going to discuss why an investment plan in retirement is important and share a hypothetical story of a couple who might sound similar to maybe your story. But before we dig into that, we believe in helping our clients plan for all means everything, all aspects of their retirement. And that means a plan that covers all of their future needs and goals. And as an independent, our favorite F word in our business, fiduciary firm, again, fiduciaries are so important in this industry. As an independent fiduciary firm, we always act in your best interest and have the freedom to create the right plan. Because again, we are not bound by all those Wall Street bosses, limiting what investments, solutions that we can provide. And we choose just to be independent because we believe it offers our clients more choices to make sure that we can fit their personal needs and goals. So let's, uh, you know, let's just imagine this is typically what happens when you come in for your first time consultation with us. Um, So we have a couple, um, they might be planning to retire in the next five years, um, and they've saved uh, a substantial amount in their traditional IRAs or their 401ks. Um, and everybody's substantial to everybody is a different number. And we take a look at each plan. It's everybody is individual. Every plan is individual. But they have uh, money saved in their um, retirement accounts. They actually have um, a second house. They want to rent out their house. Um, and they have a great stock portfolio. One of the questions we ask um, is as we go through things is what does retirement look like to you? And we ask, what are your dreams? What are your goals? What do you do want to do after you retire? And we get different answers, but let's just say for this couple, um, they want to maintain their lifestyle in retirement and they want to travel a lot early in the retirement versus later in retirement. Sometimes they have, uh, they had children, but they've left the nest, so life is different, but maybe they are looking forward to grandchildren or have grandchildren. They have different goals. Sometimes they want to pay for um, college. Um, and then we have people who have one property. Sometimes they own multiple properties, and they're like, you know what? We don't want to be landlords anymore. We are done, and we're not really sure what to do. Do we keep the properties? Do we sell the properties? Do we leave them to our children do their children want those properties? You know, there's so many uh, questions out there. Um, And this past year has really opened people's eyes to how quickly the market things might look great. But if you're not planning right, and you're in retirement, and that market goes down, like David said, we had a quick bounce back. But what if what if that didn't happen? So we really dig into it. And I think it's surprising to people sometimes. Yeah, and, and that's it. Everyone's story is different. Everyone's story is different. It, it reminds me of, of hearing about the, this couple right here and a rental property and how to, how's the best way to get rid of it. We, sometimes it's, hey, let's go get a property manager as you're continuing the work, making your life easier. But when we start talking about the tax minimization of it, hey, I have a long-term capital gain, just like the Jersey Shore. We've talked about it as well. Reminds me of a, of a client of ours who's now down in Florida where as he retired... Um, he he had a long term capital gain in selling his house down there, and so how we what we do is we structure their income for that year so that they're pulling it from tax efficient buckets so the money's not going to show up on the tax return. And it's one of the great stories that I I love to share all the time is that they ended up isolating that house and sold it in one year had a hundred thousand dollars one hundred thousand dollars long term capital gain 
and paid nothing in taxes. Again, every year is unique. The tax code changes year over year. We need to understand, again, don't just think about things on the surface. Again, everybody wants to travel. Let's spend more money while we're young and we're healthy. Again, we're probably not going to be spending as much money in our 80s and 90s, but I want to keep it. I don't want Uncle Sam to get all this money. What are the things that we can be thinking about? You start thinking about, hey, Karen just said it. We're hearing about from a lot of our clients and what we've talked about in today's show, the big banks no longer giving home equity lines of credits, all the things that are stacking up not in our favor of what an uncertain economy we have going out into the future. Again, instead of staying emotional, we've got to stay rational. We've got to understand we're going to need some monies for short term, shortly after retirement, monies that we're going to have to utilize. And then we have some midterm monies, again, and longer term. Longer term monies, we can be a little bit more aggressive knowing that we're not going to need it. Yeah, well, we see some rocky roads in the economy. Yeah, we don't believe in putting all your assets in one bucket. So again, we always talk about that diversification, rebalancing, emotional plan. We talked about it. Hey, did you make emotional decisions in 2020 or are you able to stick to a plan? And the problem is most people don't have that plan. It's what's in their head, what's in their heart in terms of formulating it all together. We meet a lot of people as they get larger and larger estates as well. They become more charitable. So sometimes it's, it's uh, talking about some tax minimization strategies, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners on the show, when the tax plan changed, you're not really itemizing your taxes anymore. So there's, there's things that are called like donor advised funds, where um, it's a charitable contribution where you can kind of bundle what you believe that you're going to want to give over the, this year and the future years, where you can kind of make a one-time commitment and then disperse those funds over the next couple years. It's a way for you to artificially bring up your itemizations beyond, beyond the itemized deductions to create tax benefits for yourself. So again, it's the importance of having that written retirement income plan of always trying to put all those puzzle pieces together because where you have uncertainty and where you don't have clarity, when you get everything down on paper, it allows for you to have certainty and peace of mind and enjoying retirement overall. You know, Joe, I'm thinking about this week. You know, it's been such an interesting week and it's just how diverse our business is. Um, we did a couple of workshops this week, and you know, with Governor Wolf's mandate that you can only have ten people inside. Uh, surprisingly, people still came out. We're always there, right? We're committed to the core, and they show up. What I found out though is that these workshops are so, <laughs> they're so much better because you know you walk in, and if you're normally talking 50, 60, 70 people, you got to be on point. In, when you got seven to 10 people sitting there, you literally can say, you know what, I'm going to sit down in this chair and I'm going to let you run the seminar. Tell me what you want to know. And the yeah. questions that pop up and the answers and the engagement has just been utterly, now we're not going to change our business plan, but it's been, you know, every adversity brings the seed of equivalent benefit. And uh, that's what we expect. Actually, Brett did a, did a seminar. He texted me on Thursday night that one person showed up, one, right, in our Exton uh, venue. But that one person that came out had a lot of money, number one, and had, I mean, he said, this was the best hour and 15 minutes of my life. I have done my own investing, my own taxes for so many years. You have completely opened up my eye. I didn't even know to think about these different types of things. 
right? So we've been seeing that, and we're starting to understand the audience and what they need, you know, to basically navigate all of this. And then I think about some of our clients this week, the, you know, longstanding clients that were going through the Roth conversions. And all three of them this week that I did all had about the same amount of money, but their situations couldn't have been more different. Like one person wanted to do a Roth conversion and they didn't want to use their IRA money to pay for the taxes. So they had outside money. They owned some stock and some mutual funds. And they thought, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take some from this account and, and I'll be good. No, no, no. We had to analyze that to figure out that if they took the money from that, there was way too much in long-term capital gains. It was actually going to exacerbate the situation. So we rebalanced the strategy that, no, 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 we don't want you taking it from there to pay the taxes. We're going to do it this way. Then I had another client that said, you know what? The money that I've got kind of set aside, liquid money, non-qualified money, I don't want to use that to pay the taxes because I got some home projects that I need to do in 21. I want to keep that money preserved. So maybe I want to take it all from my IRA account. Well, through some investigation, what we found out is they actually had a beneficiary IRA account, right? One that they inherited. It made more sense to use that versus their own IRA account. That way we could get more money because they're already taking RMDs from that, required minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. That way the net of the IRA distribution that goes into the Roth is net-net. So now we can grow that money at a much faster pace. Then we had somebody that was coming in who, um, hey, I want to do Roth conversions. As a matter of fact, I want to do as much of a Roth conversion as I can because I'm really worried about what taxes are going to look like in the future. So I want to accelerate this thing. I want to take as much out. And as we're going through the conversation, we're finding out, okay, well, this person's going to be selling their business. This person's going to be selling their farm. This person's going to be building a new house. And the list kept going on and on. And our conclusion was... You ain't doing anything this year, right? We're not taking anything from a Roth conversion. You got two, we're going to kind of strategically slow down the process. So my, and, and here's the other thing. Then I did a consultation for somebody who said to me, and this is one of our complimentary consultations, said, I'm going to do a Roth conversion this year. <laughs> and I said, okay, that makes sense. You know, let's make sure we get, you, you get it done quickly. I said, how much are you going to do? And they were like, I have no idea. <laughs> I said, don't you think you should know? And they're like, yeah. I, so I had to go through the whole, you know, yeah, I know I want to do it. Well, how much? They did one last year and it was random. And it just didn't have that much of an impact. So anyway, long story short is every situation's different. Everybody's different. Call us. Make sure you give us a call at 215-798-9088. Get a consultation. It's not too late. I always say... If you find yourself to be the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> but if you're in the financial room, I would say that you guys are the smartest in the room. Man, that one-on-one -on -one in Exton must have been really, really uh, incredible. Again, that phone number is 215-798-9088, 215-798-9088. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody.
Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-987-2448. 215-987-2448. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brandy Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State Registered Investment Advisor, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.